I don't know about you, but right now my brain is bombarded with information and overwhelm, and I really just need a break to just let it breathe. Mm. And so that is exactly what we are going to bring to you today. We're just going to tell some stories, tell the story of us, because we have so many listeners who we've never even met in person, and we would love for you to know who you're listening to and how we got where we are today. So that's today's episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to I Get It, a podcast for the modern woman who doesn't want to live mediocre. We're balancing babies on our hips, typing out that important email and flipping pancakes at the same time. Not to mention keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. I am your host, Tara Wages, and sitting next to me is the man of my literal dreams, the man who makes my heart stop in its place, Wes Wages. Thanks for being here, bub. Seriously? Little literal dreams? Literal dreams. Like you could choose any man in the world. Well, Steve Carell is <laughs> pretty. Actually, Kevin Costner. Kevin yeah. Costner was my very first love. What was like, the movie? Love. Dancing with Wolves? No, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, yeah. I'm really like upset with you that you didn't know that. Well, yeah. Well, I did know that, but I always just associate Dancing with Wolves with him. Yeah, that's been my favorite movie since second grade. Mm-hmm. I've never changed. Love it with my whole heart. So, yeah, it's Kevin Costner. Then Adam Brody don't and Steve even, I don't Carell. I know who that is. Those are my those are my two three men. I obviously go for the older men, other than Adam Brody, who is a, kind of nerdy. So yeah. how old is he? Oh, he's our age. Okay, but yeah, he's like not like this. He's not like local but, or anything. Yeah, no, 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 he's all not right. local. Is but this he's a guy like down the street? A Ryan Gosling <laughs> or a Brad Pitt? You know, he's like a, the normal guy yeah. on TV. You gotcha. know, so my taste is a little different than most humans. Yeah. And was even, okay, so. Do I have to mention mine? You can, if you want. No, I said, do I have to? You don't have to. I know yours. (laughs) Natalie Portman, for sure. Julia Roberts is my Julia Roberts, yeah. Yeah. Notting Hill, I'm all about it. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, so it's really funny, and this will be perfect story to lead into today's episode of how we met all through high school. I always had crushes on the the bigger guys, like the heavier set guys, or there was these two coaches that were like overweight, like they were big <laughs> guys, you yeah. know. And my friends would always tease me because I did like those are the ones I had crushes on, and um, I'd always just say more to love, more to love. If any of my high school friends are listening, like y'all, like that was what I said all the time, more to love, and then. Little did I know that just a few short years later, (laughs) I would be standing in a bowling alley. And mind you, I was really starting to come out of a four-year relationship. I mean, I I, not even coming out. Like, I thought I was with somebody I was going to be with forever and was not looking. But little, I just, little did I know. I looked up across the room. And there he was, Mm. 6'5", size 16 shoe, hands bigger than my face, 
Wes Wages was standing across that bowling alley. And he was wearing a orange polo shirt. So that definitely made him stand out even more. <laughs> Not many people <laughs> like, were wearing orange polos. Huh? You're this super tall, big guy in this bright shirt. And my friends are tired of hearing me say this, but literally my heart changed in that moment. Mm. Like it was a literal switched was flipped inside of my body. I felt it and I was like, okay, I don't know who that guy is, but I like, I love him. Like he is my person and I was just automatically drawn to him. I, on the other hand, <laughs> was not wearing an orange polo that night. I was wearing a high school t-shirt. Tie-dyed high school t-shirt. A tie-dyed t-shirt with my hair in a ponytail. I didn't wear makeup back then. I just, I was not looking like wife material. So we did not speak that night. And you were in scants. Oh, we called them scants. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're actually called like. I don't even know the correct yeah, word. Yeah, cross between a, like a long skirt they're and pants. pants. They're pants. Colados? Cla- sure. I don't know. Galados? I don't know. But I was wearing, it just you don't want to meet your husband in this outfit. <laughs> and so I didn't approach him, did not speak to him. And luckily, he and I shared a mutual friend that brought him to our my apartment one night. Yep. And he sat in his car on the phone with another girl for like 45 minutes. Were you just like waiting for me to walk in? I literally didn't think you were ever going to walk in the door. And there were probably like 10 of us there. And they were trying to decide what movie to watch. Every single person voted to watch Austin Powers Goldmember. Except for me and Wes. And in that moment, I was like, yep, that's him. That's my (laughs) husband. (laughs) So how did you even know, like, at the bowling alley? like I did. God. I know, but how did you even know I was that, you didn't know who I was at the bowling alley, right? I saw your face. Like, I literally saw well, you. Well, then how did you know the other night, like, oh, it's, this is the guy that's come walking in the door? I, I don't mean this offensively, Wes, but there's not many men that look <laughs> like you. You know, like, I saw, when, when you see your husband- mm. And you see them for the second time, you know that it's still your husband. Yeah. I could see your face. I could see your body. I could see everything about you that night. Of course, I knew. that strike? No, you were standing, getting your shoes, actually talking to my roommate. You were talking to Chrissy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I can tell you everything about that moment. Yeah. I, however, uh, have a horrible memory. (laughs) (laughs) And you have no clue anything (laughs) that happened. (laughs) I remember your scans, you know, after we were dating. Um but yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I guess the first time I, I guess saw you or noticed you was at the, at the at your house that night. Yeah, yeah. And you definitely did not think that is my wife. <laughs> you know, it's okay. I didn't think anybody is my wife, honestly. Um, n- not that there's like this thing. I just, you know, I didn't. I was not ready to be married at that age. You know yeah. what I mean? Was I wasn't looking for a wife. I wasn't either. Just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Every girl's looking for their husband in college. Well, but I wasn't like on the hunt for him. Right. You know, I was a freshman. Yeah. You know? You were already with your husband. I was, so you ar- I was with a guy that I was perfectly happy to be with forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Until um, I pulled that string. Until I didn't see you pull a string. 
until I saw you. And I did like, and I've, I've told you our entire relationship that I didn't choose you. Yeah. Like, and I, that is something that I will go to my grave. I believe with my whole heart in that moment, I did not choose for my heart to, to feel that way towards you. Mm-hmm. And things didn't go super smoothly after that <laughs> night. So God literally had to make my heart do that for us to still be together today. Yeah. You know, (laughs) because Wes Wages really threw me for a ringer after that. We dated that summer and it was a notebook romance. Mm. I mean, just like the notebook going in the middle of the night, skinny dipping in the river and taking middle of the night trips to Mississippi or Hazel Green mm-hmm. and exploring everywhere, camping and staying up under the stars all night long, literally all night long. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. Yeah. Well, then school starts back. Mm. <laughs> and all good things come to an end, as they said in the movie, The Notebook. <laughs> and Wes... Made me his girlfriend officially, you know, because guys back in the day are so sketchy about making girls their official girlfriend. Well, they're probably still sketchy. Yeah, probably more so now than they were then. Yeah. And um, he made me his girlfriend in Nashville, sitting at the Parthenon, whatever that place is called. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, broke up with me. <laughs> I mean, I remember us going in to Nashville to the Centennial Park, you know, but yeah. I don't- I remember asking you. You stood me up on a step where I was eye level with you. (laughs) And you asked me to be your girlfriend. Yeah. And then a week later, I broke up with you. And then a week later, you broke up with me. Yes. It was devastating. And it became like, I called into work, I think, two times the entire time I worked anywhere (laughs) in college. (laughs) I I used to go to work and my boss would make me leave because I would have the flu or my foot was cut wide open from the night we skinny dipped. I jumped into the lake. It cut my foot wide open and I made it to work. My foot was swollen. (laughs) She was like, you need to leave and go to the doctor. But the day after West Wages broke up with me, it was the can't eat, can't like I was devastated. I called into work just <laughs> sobbing. I can't come to work. I remember, yeah, everybody had, it was family for the car yeah. dealership you worked at. And I remember knowing like all those women hated me. Oh yeah. My boss at the time, who I still love with my whole heart, she goes, Little T just become a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, Um, although thank you for that advice. Yeah. And um, really, it was that next year that really made it, though, for us. It was extremely challenging Mm -hmm. and one of the most difficult years of my life, for sure. But that experience is what ultimately prepared me to be with somebody, Yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I know that summer was, that was so fun. You know, um, I wasn't ready to be married, and you were definitely wife potential. But I, I just, you always say this, so it makes yes. it sound like I've been. I was like telling you, "Hey, we should get married," and I want you to, <laughs> I want you to make it clear that I never said anything no, about not that. At all. Okay. Uh, um, I just, I, I don't want to be one of those girls that was pressuring somebody to do something. No, you absolutely are not. Okay. Until later. Um, <laughs> no, you weren't. But yeah, I just wasn't ready for that. Um, 
but but it was man it was so great because then that year you completely almost changed and i was even more attracted to you yeah because you grew some balls basically yeah um you became confident in who you were i know you became confident in your relationship with the lord that was a big one but then just like you stood up for yourself yeah that's also about the same time as you met your biological father yeah it was that year uh and that i'm sure that was part of the confidence you know what i mean yeah just that year you grew so much um and yeah and so after a year i was like okay well it wasn't even a year was it yeah, yeah it, it was. was exactly a year yeah um yeah so we broke up in september and um then that next november or that november i contacted my aunt you know my biological father's sister and met them right before in between thanksgiving and christmas and had a relationship with him i also ended up getting in this horrible relationship with another guy mm. that like i was actually thinking about it today which is so bizarre it's weird how things that, from your past they still haunt you even 14 years later, 15 years later. And I was thinking like, did I regret that? And on one hand, I want to say I regret it because I hate this dude. Like I hate this guy. But on the other hand, he showed me that there are crappy men in the world. Like I wouldn't have really had that reality to know that that actually exists without that experience. And um, so and it was really through those two relationships of meeting my biological father, because I ended up ultimately having to stand up for myself in that relationship yeah. as well. And being in a relationship with this other guy that I had to learn my own worth and that it wasn't wrapped up in anyone else, yeah. you know? And that was something that I had questioned my entire life. I always, and I'm an Enneagram three, <laughs> you know? And so I still battle it in moments, literally about everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, but in that year is the first time I ever identified myself and my worth outside of what another man thought of me as a person. And that was huge. Yeah. So I can remember, um, that May you were going to California for the summer mm -hmm. and I was going to Panama city beach for the summer and um, so this is one of my favorite things about Wes. And one of the things that attracted me to him is that he challenges me to go after the things that I want in life. And that summer I'd made the comment to him. I'd always wanted to be a ballerina and I never my favorite, like we couldn't pay for dance lessons. So I didn't do it. And he was like, Tier, you should really just do it now. Why won't you do it? So I went and signed up for a ballet class as a sophomore in college, 19 years old, mm -hmm. with a bunch of 12 and 14-year-old <laughs> girls. And so that entire year, I did ballet with these little girls. And um, that May, going well, it was going into June was the recital. <laughs> and so the night before Wes left for California, because he knew that I was doing this, he came to my apartment and looked at my tutu <laughs> and we hugged. And ironically, I'd started talking to another guy previously or at the, around the same time. And so we had, I'd seen Wes earlier at a party and I was there to see the other guy. And that whole year I had dodged Wes wages like 
oh my goodness, you would, (laughs) everything in my power I did to stay away from him um, because I loved him and being around him hurt me. So I went to this party to see this other guy. Wes was there, told him, you know, like, yeah, my recital soon. So the last thing he did before he left for California was to come and see Mm -hmm. me. And then that summer, he sent me a few messages. We, I can't remember the very last thing before I came back to school. I looked at my friend Grace and told her, if Wes Wages never speaks to me again, I know that I'll be okay. Like I finally became okay with who I was on my own inside. And then that's when things start happening. You know, Um, it just showed me so much the importance of knowing who we are just in ourselves without anyone else contributing to that. Now, Wes adds to that for me completely he brings so much value and so much worth to my life but i am not a worthy person because of him i'm a worthy person because i'm a human being that loves people and that makes me worthy and i discovered that during that summer and then he really decided to challenge that when we came back to school so came back to school and of course, I'm not the only one who loves Wes Wages because he's just such a lovable guy. Um, he was between me and another girl <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> kind of drug us both along for months and ultimately got a job in Birmingham. <laughs> and when he got that job, said, I can't imagine my life without you. Yeah. this All the timing just meshes together for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's all there together. I, I was actually just looking up like our first like uh, f- Facebook's interesting because we can still go back and like look at our messages. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm s- terrified. You mean to just read? I don't even know what the first message is. I'm just going to read it and see. We- oh, we get- we're in an argument. Oh, really? Yes. So this is October 16th, 2005. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't read this today? over the internet. Today is October 19th. Oh, God. Please don't read this. This was 15 years ago. Um, you don't want me to read it? <laughs> I can tell we're arguing. Okay. I said, I got hint, Mrs. Hall. That's your your maiden name here. I hope we can still be friends. I think it's pointless to be anything else. Uh, if you want to totally ignore me like you did tonight, then fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't say that I would do the same. The other night was very awkward for me. I tried to avoid the situation. I really had no idea what to say afterwards. But of course, I really don't want to make you feel hurt in any way. Not that you do. I hope your week was well and same for homecoming. Congrats on the elephant ride. Have a good week, Wes. So this was actually after we had dated for the summer because Facebook wasn't around. (laughs) So we had dated and uh, I guess this is a (laughs) summer afterwards, right? Oh God. (laughs) Okay, here's Tira's response. You want to go ahead and read that to you? I said, you have no reason to ignore me. I haven't done squat to you. (laughs) I'm not going to talk to you about this over the internet. If you care to be my friend, you'll discuss it with me in person. I hate this emailing crap. (laughs) Still to this day, she hates emailing crap. Well, but then I wish I could see that I I messaged him back. I don't know if it's the same day. And it said, Uh, I would like to talk to you. (laughs) 
Oh, and then October 23rd, I said, Mrs. Tira, did you delete me as a friend? <laughs> and she said, yeah, I did. I was trying to get rid of you. <laughs> you deleted me as a Facebook I friend. I did, Wes, because you were dating somebody else at this time. Oh. You started dating someone else, and you went to homecoming with her as her date. And I, it kept popping up in my feed over and over and over. And the pain that it brought me mm. every single time. Y'all, I talk about cutting toxins out of your life. In that moment, it was a toxin for me. Yeah. This, this was before you could just mute somebody. This right? was before. Yeah. And I sat in the stands and watched y'all together at homecoming. Mm -hmm. And she, she was homecoming queen, which is just even more mm -hmm. dagger in my soul. And I cried. Like, mm -hmm. it was so painful for me to watch because, again, a, a light switch had been flipped in my soul that I didn't want. Yeah. I did not, I didn't choose it. I didn't want it, but it happened and I didn't know how to turn it off. And we literally like, I should get my diary out and read it. How many times I wrote and prayed, God, please take these feelings from me. Please take these feelings from me. And he never did. Instead, he just challenged me and challenged me and challenged me in it so I could find my own worth. Yeah. And I did. You did. Absolutely. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting heated and emotional right now just thinking about the pain that i was in at that time and um it is still funny for me to read this like that cracks me up yeah. so much but it just shows me that one like things can happen to you that you don't choose to happen to you and i think a lot of that comes if you are a spiritual person and you have a relationship with god or, or whatever you call your like Things can happen to you and following that intuition and staying in that path will get you to the other side. You know, it will come out. And then also just the importance of knowing your own worth, because we wouldn't have a healthy relationship and a healthy marriage if my worth was wrapped up completely in you. Absolutely. That, I mean, that's one of the things I would, uh, you know, and I hope Olive especially, I mean, that's one that's a girl I'm responsible for just realizes and is confident in herself before she ever puts that in another man. You know, men do but this too. that is so difficult. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Because we date other guys before we meet y'all that treat us like crap. Or we're in a relationship with somebody that treats us like crap and we just stay stuck there because we think that that's all we're good enough for. Mm. And... I don't know what got me out of it where I realized that. I guess it was God. It was Jesus completely. Um, but yeah, we finally, finally, after years of loving you, um, you wanted me back. Absolutely. So what would you say to that girl, though? The one that deleted me as a friend. Good for you. <laughs> 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 Cut those toxins out. Yeah. Learn early. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I would say, yeah, chase after what you want right now. You. And if, again, if you're spirit, like love Jesus, love people, find the things that bring you joy, find your own worth and know that you're important and that you matter and chase after that hard. And then the other things will come. Mm. Like 
forget the guy. You know, if you need to get get him off of your Facebook, get him off of your Facebook. I have no shame in that at all. And um, know that you, who you are, will never depend on what a man thinks of you mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Not your boyfriend, not your dad, not your husband, no one. That is solely comes from within and how you are going to choose to show up in the world. If you're going to choose to show up and love people well, your worth is like huge, yeah. huge. Um, and if you're going to show up and if you're going to treat people like crap all the time, then no, I don't see you as a very worthy person. You know, I think that that is where your worth lies and how you treat other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I tell that girl. Yeah. You keep doing you, baby. Just stop riding elephants. I rode an elephant when I said that. <laughs> don't ride an elephant. It's wrong. I don't go to the circus anymore. I've been educated. I would tell that girl, <laughs> don't, don't ride the elephant. I love the next message is saying, uh, hey, we're starting a dance ministry at our church right now. Would you like to be a part of that? <laughs> <laughs> it says, I want it to be the things that people say like, ooh, dang, tight. <laughs> so did you ever join that dance ministry? No. I don't even know what you're talking about. Who said that? Me said or you? That. I said that. Um, yeah, we'll have to go back and read all of these. <laughs> this is really nice to have, actually. Uh, you know, nowadays people don't even have to, they don't even talk on the phone anyway. So, like, their whole life is documented. Yeah. And their whole relationship will be documented. Yeah. You set my MySpace up a- account up. Yeah, I did. That's one of the first things we ever did together. <laughs> well, I'm really glad I'm with you now. Me too. Me too. And yeah, I hope that that was an interesting story for (laughs) y'all. We just wanted something lighthearted tonight and something that wasn't wrapped up in what anybody needs to do because we have enough on our plate right now to think about anything else. So just taking that mental break out of your mind. And if you need something to do, if you are like, oh, I just really need something after this to think about, think about what your worth is and and what you bring to the world and how you show up in it and how you can add worth to your partner, Mm. you know, because my worth isn't wrapped up in Wes, but I want to add to his and in this vice versa, he adds to mine on a daily basis. And so how we can do that for each other just enhances our lives so much and makes us just so worthy of love. We really do want to get to know our listeners and we really want you to know us at our core and why we're here and why we show up. So if you have not already connected with me online through Instagram, you can find me at tier wages and send me a message and say, Hey, I listen to the podcast. Here's who I am because I really do want to get to know you and share whichever episode has impacted you the most. Um, Share that with your friends. Um, That would mean so much to me. And yeah, I know that life is a little crazy. And there are days that you feel a little crazy, especially when you... Deleted someone from Facebook. (laughs) Especially when you really (laughs) need to delete someone from Facebook. But you know they're going to call you out on it. You are truly not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace.